Support comes from the Norton Simon Museum, presenting the film series Testigo Witness, Goya in the Movies. Held on select Fridays in May, each film touches upon artist Francisco de Goya's visions of the world, kicking off with Pan's Labyrinth by Guillermo del Toro on May 10th at NortonSimon.org. You have the chance to win a Spring Super Sweeps from Alleist. Donate $60 for one entry to win a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Check out all the other prizes, too, when you donate now at laist.com slash sweeps. LAist Studios. All right, really quick before we get started. If you love How to LA, please leave us a review. It helps us know what you want to hear, and it helps us get discovered. So thank you so much for doing that in advance. Now to the show. This is How to LA, the show that helps you navigate this city. I'm Brian De Los Santos. Did you miss me? I'm back at Elias Studios to talk to you about one of the coolest annual events here in Los Angeles, the LA Marathon. And quick disclaimer here, your boy is not a runner. But Erica Washington, who writes our newsletter, she is. I'm someone who loves a challenge. I love to push myself to do things that I've never done before. This weekend, she joined 20,000 Angelinos in the 30th installment of this yearly run. It's a 26.2-mile path from Dodger Stadium to Century City. Yes, I'm excited. <laughs> Erica trained with some really cool folks in her local community run club. It starts yeah, with one. It's addicting. I did my first really? one 2019. And she got some advice from Elias resident marathon expert, Sharon McNary. How many marathons have you done? 159. Wow. So today, we're exploring what it takes to run a marathon and how you can find community along the way. We're gearing up for our weekly Three Mile Thursday. People come out, run, walk, skip, jump, backflip. I just want people just getting active. Hello, good evening. Happy Thursday, everybody. Thank you guys for being here tonight. Give it up for yourselves one time. That is weak. Y'all give it up for yourselves. stuff here again. Y'all going to be weak? Oh, cool. My name is Alric Augustine. Everybody calls me Butter. I am the founder and creator of Keep It 100. We are in Inglewood, California. Butter, what gave you the idea to start this run club in the first place? Honestly, I wasn't a runner growing up. Let's start there. When I was 30 years old, I had my first kid. In that, I picked up dad weight. I wanted to lose it. So running was something that I felt that I can do that was uh, free. Didn't have to pay for anything. I could just go outside, get a couple miles in, and it just became a form of therapy. Getting out and just being able to just, you know, tune whatever is going on out of my life or whatever. A friend of mine told me I was going to run the LA Marathon in 2018. I told him he was crazy. I would never in my life run 26.2 miles. The day I ran it, I fell in love with running, and I started my run club two weeks later just to get my friends active and healthy. I didn't even look at it as that it was going to turn into what it has. It was just a, really a space for me just to get my friends outside and just do something, just to get their bodies moving. We're going on five years in a month, and I just want to kind of continue to, you know, pour those things onto my community. How you doing? I'm Gabriella. I'm Butter. Nice to meet you. Nice Thank to meet you. you too. Thank you for coming out. Welcome to Keep It 100. Thank you. Uh, I'll break down the route in a second. What's his name? Maverick. Hi, Maverick. <laughs> so I brought my dog. His name is Maverick. He likes to come and run with us. He'll do the three miles. 
My name is Daisy and I come run here because it's a great community and I also live really close. I actually saw Keep It 100 on Instagram after I ran my first half marathon and I saw all these, you know, people who look like me, like in a picture and running and supporting each other. And I was like, wait, I never heard of this club. I need to get involved. Um, so what would you say are the benefits of running with community, with running with a group of people? Running with community is, is huge. A lot of people are kind of afraid to kind of just get out there and do a couple of miles on their own. So to come to a space, especially where people who look like you, support you, motivate you, uplift you, it does a lot for you. It's not an intimidating space at all. We do three miles, and like I said, you can run it, you can walk it. I just want you to get it done. We support each other, and then I create a space at the end where, you know, we network, share our businesses and events and things that we have going on. And in that, it's a lot of people who aren't from L.A. who come and, you know, run with us, and they find community and just find friends and people, and they're able to connect in that way. That's good. So what, what got you to continue to run with Keeping 100 and be a part of this community? Yeah, well, first of all, I love your enthusiasm. <laughs> like, he's always hype, so it keeps me going. And then everybody's really kind and encouraging, inspiring, too, because some people have been running forever. They're like expert marathoners and stuff like that. LA Marathon? Yes. Excited for it? Yeah. Me too. Me too. Me too. You will get addicted. It starts yeah, with one. It's addicting. I did my first really? one 2019. Then I did another one for Chicago 2021. I'm Durian, and we at Keep It Run 100 at Sipper Center in Inglewood. We've been running for four years, did marathons, half of marathons, met great people out here, and it continue to grow. And it's better for your health, so I love it. Who's first time is it with us today? Please raise your hand. First timers! Okay, that's a lot of them. If it's your first time, please come to the front. First timers, come to the front. Welcome, welcome on us. This is all stuff off there. Thank you so much for coming out. Um, I don't know who brought you here, what brought you here, but you're here. We're so happy to have you. Now give it up for these lovely people. Welcome to the family. All right, y'all can go back now. A lot of people in their everyday you know, lives aren't clapped up or cheered on. So to come to a space where you receive that does a lot for you. You know, like you could be going through whatever trials and tribulations in your normal everyday life, but Tuesdays and Thursday nights are your, your, your escape from whatever negativity you may have going on. Our numbers continue to grow every year, so it's a beautiful thing to see. I believe everybody should at least do one marathon in their life just to kind of, you know, get the feeling of just pushing themselves to a point they never thought they'd get to. Missy Bet, get your squad. Walker's going Missy Bet. Y'all going to take off down this way, run us to the parking lot, let's warm up and get the stretch going. All right, all right, all right, all right. Oh, snap. That sounds super hype. Kinda makes me want to run myself. Show me how it's been, Erica. Oh, okay. Erica. Cool. All right. And scene. That was cute. <laughs> That's fun. So today we're at the Rose Bowl in Pasadena here at the Aquatic Center where they have this little like track and field area where runners come to practice and to enjoy a little run. And I'm hanging out with Erica Washington, and she's gonna show me how she got started to train for the LA Marathon. First things first, do you stretch or do you just go cold turkey? How do you do this? Well, it is definitely important to stretch before and after, especially the older we get, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm curious to know, how did this idea of running the LA Marathon, which is 26.2 miles, how did you just get like, I'm gonna do this this year in 2023. How did the idea pop up in your head? 
So I'm someone who loves a challenge. I love to push myself to do things that I've never done before and see what my body can do. That was like my mentality. And I was like, ooh, I've seen other people run long distances, like half marathons and full marathons. I think I could do that too. So I ran my first half marathon ever, 13.1 miles last year in June. And it was so much fun to have people cheering you on, to see the bands playing music, to have people trying to give you alcohol, tequila, and okay. you know, like all kinds of things like that. I did give me a mimosa, y'all. Okay. I did. Okay. <laughs> I Curious. probably won't do that during the marathon. <laughs> not this time. <laughs> yeah, not this time. How did you like slowly get to be where you're at now? I started training for the marathon in November of last year. I ran that first half marathon in June, right? And then I found this run club called Keep It 100. And so I was like, let me figure out how I can get involved. So I started running with them. And then we ran the Rose Bowl half marathon in January. So that was like a good midway point to figure out where I was. Let's pause this for a little bit because there's a little bit of inspiration here, right? Something happened to your knee, I believe, or your leg. You know, you're going to physical therapy for it. I just imagine the motivation might have been very low. So talk to me about those kind of like obstacles, things that just come up as you're training for this huge event. Running is mostly mental. That's the whole thing. It's, it's like 90% mental. Like you really have to push yourself to get your butt up and go out there. I mean, when you get an injury, it's not just a physical Thing you have to worry about but it's also mental because it's like oh shoot I don't want to run on this and then you know still be hurting it's hard but I'm actually in the best shape of my life and I feel really good about that you know what's so inspiring for real going to Instagram and searching marathons <laughs> no as simple as that then seeing the pictures there's videos I remember I saw this one video after the New York City Marathon which is one of the largest ones there was a woman and she was a heavier set woman and she was like the last one. It was dark outside in New York City and people were cheering her on and she was just going. That was inspiring to me because that shows me and that should show everyone that anybody can run. And I've seen six year olds running. I've seen 80 year olds running. All shapes and sizes, creeds, colors, races, ethnicities running marathons. You find inspiration by just talking to people, by looking on social media and seeing people doing a damn thing. And you shared with me that someone that we both know who actually works at Elias, Sherry McNary. Tell me a bit more about that experience of how y'all like connected about the marathon. So I tweeted about running my first marathon and Sharon responded. I think you were sharing a little bit of desperation and worry about whether you were going to be ready in time. And you were like looking at the deadline for race day and you felt like you didn't have enough miles. And I think I tweeted something back that said, like, go join a club and don't be worried. By the way, I'm Sharon McNary. I'm one of the fill-in hosts. You'll hear me every once in a while on LAist Radio. How many marathons have you done? 159. Wow. Actually, I, you know the Rose Bowl, which is a 5K running route? I ran around that for 50 miles one day. <laughs> was that just for fun? It was just for fun. When I started running, I had been a smoker, and I smoked to keep my weight down. 
So it was April 18th, 1990, and I went home from an overnight shift working the cop shop at UPI and smoked my last cigarette. The legs had been hurting. I just felt like I can't be a smoker anymore. So I quit smoking. I joined a gym that very same day. And about a month later, I was like walking on a treadmill and I heard a public service announcement for this club, the LA Leggers. So I joined that club and ran my first marathon less than a year after I quit smoking. And it was six and a half hours, which is a very long time to be running a marathon. So for years, I did like one a year, and then I did two a year. And then friends started doing like one every month, and so I did one every month. Sharon, she's given me so much wisdom in running my first marathon. One day we just decided to do a long run with the L.A. Laggers in Santa Monica at the beach. Uh, We ran 10 miles, and I actually enjoyed it, even though I was about to die. (laughs) We threw walk breaks in there. So we made you walk every, what, five minutes or so? And that's kind of what I've been preaching to a lot of people is, you know, slow down, take walk breaks, especially if it's your first marathon. And you'll get to like mile 17 feeling like, oh my God, I don't feel that bad. And then of course you still only have nine miles left. (laughs) So I remember one time I fell off and I messaged Sharon for some advice. And she told me, to focus on the long runs. Yeah, you sent me this desperate message on Slack, and I said, okay, it's not over. You still have time. Here's a schedule of long runs that you can do that will get you ready in time. And you did them, and here you are. Erica, how are you feeling now? You have a few days away. I feel decent. I'm excited. I tend to have a lot of anxiety, so I, I hope that I keep that down to calm my spirit. The big question for me is, so what are you eating before and after the marathon? Like, are you going down with mimosas right after? Are you going to eat a big bowl of pasta? What is going to be your, like, victory meal? <laughs> I just fixed pasta last night, so I'm eating that leading up to the race. I have a whole bunch of bagels. But yeah, pasta is what you do. And after the rest, man, I might give me some chicken waffles and some champagne. Yes. That sounds good. Yeah. (laughs) Any other tips that people should know, Sharon? Yeah. Before the race, the day before the race, eat a dinner-sized lunch and eat a lunch-sized dinner. Get up really early and have a pretty good breakfast. Not more than you would normally have before running along, but you want to have something in you. And then if you can, like, take a gel, like, a half hour before the race or half a banana, something like that, just to get your blood sugar up. And then when you're running, look for the sports drink as well as the water if it's something you've tried before. And the night before, everybody wants to have this. I say beware of the taco salad of death. There's nothing in a taco salad you want to be eating the night before a marathon. Not the greasy uh, tortilla, not the meat, not the spice, not the lettuce, not the cheese. So no no taco salad. I, I could just hear like our listeners be like, oh no, that was like my go-to. But thank you for clarifying, Sharon. Okay, that's it for us today. My time was around six hours in five minutes. Hope you got a little inspiration from this. I think I might dare myself to do some type of race in the next few months. 
I don't know, we'll see. I think the most challenging part, honestly, mile 18 and mile 23. <laughs> I just felt like giving up. <laughs> I just was like, oh my God, I still got all these miles to go. Even though I was m mostly done. Shout out to winners, Stacey and Diwa and Yamal Gima. Also, Erica wrote about the 10 things she learned while getting ready for the LA Marathon. Check that out at elias.com slash howtola. You can also subscribe to her newsletter there too. I would say the best part was seeing people that I met along the way, they also encouraged me to keep on going. That's what I love about races is like, everybody's in it together and we encourage each other. It's a beautiful thing. I think I got the bug. <laughs> so I would definitely do it again. I'm gonna do a marathon in every single place that has a marathon. We wanted to bring you this episode of How to LA on a Monday because that marathon just happened. But we'll be back on Wednesday to talk about the untold story of LA party crews in the Y2K era. And you know how I was out for a few weeks and went to Mexico for the first time ever? Well, now I'm back, obviously. And I'll be sharing more about advanced parole, being an LA Mexican in Mexico, and that journey in the coming weeks. So make sure to continue listening, friends. Adios. Support for this podcast is made possible by Gordon and Donna Crawford, who believe that quality journalism makes Los Angeles a better place to live. The LAS Spring Super Sweeps is happening now. You can win amazing prizes while supporting your source for local fact-based journalism. One lucky grand prize winner will get to choose a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Other prizes include an electric bike from Juice Bikes and $1,000 gas gift cards. Your donation of $60 gets you one entry to win. And the more you give, the more entries you get. Donate now at LAS.com sweeps.